The God in My Bed, Chapter 2, Curiosity Julie didn't know why, but it seemed as if all of her chores were done so quickly. She didn't even remember when was the last time she did any laundry. And she wondered if maybe she was becoming a neat person, the kind she always wished she was. She mopped the floor, surprised by how few cat hairs there actually were there. She had to be honest with herself, Babe was just such a great cat. His vet visit went well, and even the veterinarian stated how well behaved he was. She'd finally given him a birth certificate with the full given name, Baby Dragon. Yes, perhaps it wasn't the most creative name or the most intentional name, but she was satisfied with it. Now, the only thing she needed to work on was to train Baby to sleep in his cat bed. It seemed as if no matter how many times she laid him to sleep on his little cat bed, she would always wake up to him snuggling right beside her neck or sometimes just lying on her chest. It wasn't that she minded it per se, but she had spent a lot of money and she didn't want to put it to good use. Plus. She fears it did that she might invite someone over and poor baby would try to get between them. Not that that was scheduled any time to happen soon, but you know, it could be a possibility. Though as of late, Julie had been experiencing some weird dreams. It wasn't anything alarming, but it was strange. Every night, she had a similar situation. In her dreams, she was sent peacefully under the shade of a large old tree. The grass was soft and green between her feet and she would be staring down at the sky as if she was on a floating island far away from any of her worries. Like always, a handsome man seemed to appear from the tree, offering her something to eat. Usually a pear, grapes or something fruity and yet she always declined it. She could never see his face, yet, even with no face, he would still eat his fruit once she declined. It wasn't that he was scary or evil, just strange. She couldn't really remember what he looked like, but she was sure it was always the same man. And that's what made the dream so weird. Julie held the mop bucket over the toilet, getting rid of the dirty water. Finally done. She placed the mop and the bucket back into the little cubby. No longer resisting the urge, she stared at the large box tentatively sitting on her couch that called out to her. She smiled shyly. It was a special order she'd made, and she had held herself back from opening it until she had properly cleaned her home. Excitedly, she grabbed the kitchen knife, ready to shred the box. Her eyes lit up as she made her way through the tape, opening it to find her new cat book bag. Not only was it a cat book bag, but it was a backpack that could allow her cat to travel inside, with ventilation and a window for the cat. Her heart soared with joy as she wrapped the book bag in her arms, giving it a tight squeeze. She hoped that baby would love it. She had gotten it in blue because it reminded her of his eyes with white lacing instead of the original black. Now, she got ready to go on the hunt, 
trying to find him. She called his name left and right until finally she heard a disinterested response. There you are, she said happily as she found him laying by her desk with his little paws playing on the keys of the keyboard. She quickly picked him up and wrapped him in her arms. I'm going to take you out for a little walk today. The cat's ears flipped up and down as she quickly placed him into a book bag and zipped the top. Her cheeks grew rosy with excitement. Julie skipped around excitedly to her room, grabbed a change of clothes and swiftly put them on while grabbing her cat backpack before rushing out of her apartment. The day wasn't any prettier than it ever had been, but through her rosy tinted glasses everything felt brighter and a little sweeter. She was finally glad to have a companion to be able to take on a walk. Though it was just a Wednesday, she felt like she could still make the most out of the day. Her first stop was a supermarket where she heard the lows, oohs, and ahs of children who pointed at her book bag alongside the gilded giggles of some teenagers who asked questions and some were generally interested. Though the sun was setting on the horizon, she still decided to take one last detour to his small public park just to show baby around a little bit. The fall weather had been turning the leaves orange and gold and yellow, but it was still far too hot to bring out the jackets. There were still some people outside selling some ice creams. And taking a moment, she brought the strawberry swirl, eating it in absolute bliss. Julie? A man's voice came to her left. He was making her snap her head only to find out that it was her co-worker Jason standing around holding a pink unicorn backpack made for a child. Jason, hey, what's up? She said totally caught off guard. I'm just here with my daughter, she's playing on the playground. Oh shit, Jason, you have a kid? Will you really believe that? I just took my niece out, but damn. Jason shook his head, letting his long dreadlocks shift. He smiled so brightly, it seemed like he had the best dentist in the world, or the most perfect teeth that had ever existed. You really believes I had a kid? Girl, we need to talk more then. A small blush came over her. She didn't know why she fell for it. He never mentioned having kids. But she knew that people outside of work were not always what they were inside, especially with all the rules and regulations. He pointed his hand towards his niece, who looked no older than four or five, swinging by the swings, and a laugh alongside another girl. Oh, she's so pretty, Julie said as she stared at a little girl with two giant puffs of hair that looked fluffy enough to be a cloud. I know, it was in the family. <laughs> Julie rolled her eyes. Just then, Baby decided to meow. At first, Jason looked around, confused. Sorry, my cat is with me. She mentioned casually. Jason raised an eyebrow, looking around. Oh, oh no, no, he's in my book bag, not like in some creepy way. 
She took off her backpack and placed it in front of her chest so he can catch a better view. Wow, nice to know what you thought about me then. No, sorry, that was my bad. Anyways, he's cute. And his name is Baby? Yeah, he's actually from like the streets. Like, I literally just found him in the streets. She relayed the whole story about how she found him abandoned, and to his credit, Jason seemed very interested. Funny enough, it felt like it was the first time she'd actually have a real conversation with him. As normally they were much too busy to talk about each other's lives and, you know, randomly afar from random work meetings. As far as she knew, he was a very popular guy with the ladies and as she knew herself very well, she was no exception to his charm. But she wasn't particularly interested in pursuing him as she was aware that he'd probably have many people already trying and he didn't need another person trying to sexually harass. It wasn't long before she dismissed herself and began the walk back home. Buddha sat at, Buddha sat at her bedside, his long silver hair cascading down his shoulders and arms. It was as if his body was stuck, gazing over her sleeping face. He allowed some of his spiritual energy to give her a more peaceful sleep. He had finally gotten a chance to meet this so-called Jason. And though he had thought nothing negative about him, he could not see his appeal. Yes, he was tall and generally handsome, and his hair was also intricate. But, he's not as handsome as me. Buddha whispered, trying not to let the feeling of jealousy overwhelm him. He had never been jealous of anyone. It was literally his thing. Yes, he knew who he was, and he was very self-satisfied. But to see her make such googly eyes over him irritated a part of his soul that he didn't know he had. He thought he had left all of that behind when he had become a god. But it was clear to him that he still had a lot left to learn. In order to attest to his sin, he was going to find a way to help her. This might just be his ticket. But the plan had gone one small problem. He knew virtually nothing about this Jason. So the first thing was to accumulate some form of knowledge. He gave a tight lipped smile. Not only was he Buddha the God, but now he was Buddha the matchmaker. He pulled himself from the bed, dragging his feet with every step. He had made it to her closet where he had stashed a small empty shoebox to put all his new clothes in. He changed into a shirt and a soft purple joggers with a pair of sandals. He then quickly made his way to the bathroom and left out the bathroom window. He landed on his feet without making a single sound. 
in the alleyway below. Calmly, he let himself search for the Jason man, letting his godly instincts reach out into the earth. It was then he felt a presence, luckily not too far off. Buddha knew he could use his staff if he called upon it to send him to that location, but it was such a nice night, he felt like it was a waste to not go out for a stroll. He walked around calmly, going to his friend's little corner store and grabbing some candy for the journey. It was a little while walking the streets before he'd made it semi-close. Unfortunately, Buddha to Buddha, it was clear that he was not on the first floor of the building. Not to mention, there were still people walking around late at night. Buddha observed the neighborhood, trying to find the darkest place he could, and he noticed a dark home one block away, and he ran towards it. Once under the cover of darkness, he transformed himself back into a cat, leaving his bag of candy behind. Gracefully, he walked on all fours, making his way to the fire escape. And with one mighty leap, he managed to land perfectly upon a ladder. Swiftly, he climbed his way all the way up to the fourth floor. He maneuvered his little head around the window, trying to get a view through the curtains. With much luck, he was able to see Jason sleeping pleasantly in his bed. But, to his surprise, he was not alone. An arm was wrapped warmly around his chest, leaving Buddha to start again at square one. <sighs> How could it be that I've already failed as a matchmaker? I didn't even get the chance. Yet, to anyone who might have heard, it all sounded like a meowing cat. Left with no choice but to return, he made his way down and transformed himself back, resuming his form. He took his bag of candy and made his way back home, rattling his head, trying to figure out how to solve this problem. What am I supposed to do? He thought to himself as his tongue flicked against the blueberry lollipop. Buddha, to think you've gotten so far removed from humans, you don't even know what to give her. He felt a pair of eyes watching him as he walked down the street. He tried his best to ignore it, until the woman made her way closer to him. Hey there, handsome. A pretty woman said with a bright smile and bright pink hair. He didn't miss the giggles that followed those words behind her as two other women stood not too far away looking back and forth between each other and at him. He raised the brow cautiously. It was pretty bold of her to approach him and he wondered if maybe the women of this time were just a hint different. 
With a smile, he invited her to proceed. Yes? He said, unsure of where this was heading. So, what you doing here all alone? She asked, lightly biting her lip. He resisted the urge to laugh. The attempt was cute and he would indulge himself in this. Why not enjoy the things that come freely? And as far as he could tell, she wanted his time. And that was something he could afford to give. I was just out taking a little stroll. He answered with a smile, <laughs> causing the other women to squeal before coming closer to join the original pink-haired woman. He caught the smell of liquor on their skin, and that reminded him of all the good times he had before the change. The time that he would change into a cat, and yet he still could not remember why he had become a cat. So, like, why not you join a wayfaring bar hobby? One of the other women said, and without a second thought, he agreed. And they all went out to enjoy just a little bit of human delight.